Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Hey friends, before we get started, I'm going to throw a little ad your way. As a cyclist, what is a spring all about? It's about getting your bike ready and learning some specific skills on how to deal with a bike mechanical while out for a ride. Let me ask you this. Do you avoid going long distances because you're afraid of experiencing a flat and not knowing what to do and possibly having to phone someone to pick you up? I can totally relate. I used to be that way. Now to avoid having that ever happening, I have something for you. I have created an online bike maintenance webinars and local hands-on clinics. Check the website for new dates regularly. Here's what you will learn. How to take your back wheel off, how to change a flat, how to adjust brakes, repair a broken chain, patch a flat. In addition, you will learn how to use the tools you're carrying in your bike bag, such as Allen keys and a chain brake tool, tire levers, how to use your pumps, what are chain links and how to use them. With these new skills and confidence, you will be able to handle any mechanical while cycling alone or in a group. No matter where you are globally, you can benefit from one of these webinars. If you're local, the clinics are more for you, and that's for Ottawa, Ontario area. I've been teaching these clinics for over 10 years, and trust me when I say, everyone learns something. A recording will be provided for the webinars, as well as Amazon shopping lists for both webinars and clinics for the bike tools that you will be using and learning how to use. Make sure to secure your spot today at www.sylviedaou.ca or bmcclinic.ca. Thank you very much and enjoy the episode. Hey gang, welcome to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast and today I'm going to talk about the next event that I'm doing, which is tomorrow. It's a gravel series here in Ottawa. It's called Gravel Cup, and you guys have to go check the episode. I wanted to think it's like in the uh, like 80, 189 or 180. So it's Gravel Cup Canada. So go check it out. And um, so that's the event. It finally got back on the calendar, like most events. And there's four this summer. Um, so one in May, uh, sorry, no, one April, May, uh, August, and then September. And uh, so the uh, distances are 37, 70, and 106. So I want you to guess which one you think I'm going to do. Um, all right, so what I'm going to talk to you about today is layering. Because it's April, it's still fairly cold. Well, it's funny because the other day it was like, I don't know, 19 degrees. It was really warm. 
really warm. Um, but this weekend, Saturday, it's an early start, so 9.30. So that means up a lot earlier, traveling. Um, and, uh, and it's supposed to snow to rain. Okay, nine degrees. <laughs> so again, just like Barry Roubaix, it's um, thin layering is going to be the key. You know, I've heard of racers take years to like figure it out, like really figure out what a good layering system is. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you what I have because I started bringing out all my stuff. And for an event, I mean, even for the summer, we're starting to, the spring, we're starting to make a migration from outside, from inside to outside. So that requires you to start pulling all of your clothes together, your cycling stuff, your shoes, your helmets, your gloves, your buffs. Where are all these things? Your hats, your ear warmers, your arm warmers, your knee warmers, socks, booties. Where is all that shit at, right? So... That's where pulling it all together and um, just a plug going out to these guys here, um, Cat5 Gearbox. Oh yeah, by the way, you might want to watch this YouTube because it's very visual because I'm going to be um, going over um, and showing you a lot of the clothes that I have. So this gear bin is amazing. See it? Um, and if you Google YouTube or my podcast, I did an episode on a gear bin um, checklist. And so, yeah, you can go and listen to that. I also, if you go to askcoachsylvie.com, you can go download my uh, bike gear bin checklist that I put together. So, and if you're wondering like, what should I have? Well, there you go. You can have, you can actually use that for, um, as a starter. So I'm starting to get my stuff. So if you see in the background there, that is kind of my light summer stuff. I don't need it really right now, like with my spring heavier clothing, um, because I'm definitely not going to be using lighter, like arm warmers and things like that. So, um, so what I started putting together is, we're going to go from head to toe. All right. So, um, at Barry Roubaix, the one thing that I regretted not having was a buff around my neck, even though my thought was that as soon as I get started, I, I start warming up in my neck. And that's usually the first thing that gets dumped is the buff. However, my neck did get cold and I could feel the cold going down my back. And so I was like, meh. Um, so what I will do is bring something that is light. So I, I'll just put a couple of these buffs and this is super stretchy. So it'll, I can easily pull it over my helmet and uh, not worry about that. So here are my buffs. Now they say it's supposed to be cold, right? Barry Roubaix, I had a hat and ear warmers on. Um, so I'm going to bring my ear warmers so this is um a headband because usually my head really cold and i was thinking if it's possibly going to rain i am probably going to bring one of my light hats okay um so to 
you know, just keep the, the rain off, like um, the rain. So I'm going to put these guys in here as well. So I have like obviously a bunch um, and I will make a decision. I don't need the cotton ones. I'm just, I will make a decision probably between Barry Roubaix and No Gods, No Masters and everything else. Um, even maybe this light hat. Anyways, I'm going to bring, I'm going to put that in. I'm going to put the rest over here. Okay. So that's head and helmet. Sunglasses. Check. Got those puppies. Next thing is your body. Now I, for Barry Roubaix, I had a light, um, very thin layer. So this, these mesh, um, undershirts are amazing for wicking. So what I've heard and what I've tried is not thick layers, but very thin breathable layers and more of them. Well, maybe not as much. So what I had for Barry Roubaix is I had one of these, this is another, another type. So a little thinner, nice wicking. I didn't get too heavy and I had a shirt like I have on right now. So it's a uh, thin 200 uh, icebreaker. So I had one like this, but it had a high neck. So it zipped up. And that's another thing, having things that zip. So I did unzip it quite a few times. Um, and also it covered my neck, which is another bonus, right? So I was able to zip it up and keep my neck, unzip it and cool down. So I had the undershirt, the thinner full length arms and then i had a jacket so we got the thin undershirt remember none of this is cotton get rid of the cotton cotton kills in the winter cotton will make you freeze to death get rid of the cotton get all polypropylene like icebreaker type of polyester stuff okay Get the plastic, get rid of the cotton. Um, because when that stuff, when it gets wet, it never warms up, right? And it'll, you will get hypothermic. So I had that, I had this shirt, I had this jacket, which was like, I've had this, I don't know how many years ago I got this jacket, but this jacket is an amazing thermal jacket. And, and then I had my, my Gore-Tex jacket on top, which was too hot. So what I think I'll do is I'll put this raincoat over this and I should be fine. Okay. So that's what I think I am going to do for my upper body. Now, what I did last weekend when I rode and it was kind of coolish, I had, um, my undershirt so cropped at the arms and i had thermal arm warmers so underneath my jacket which was another cool combination um and then my jacket on top and then i had my windbreaker on top of that so when like you'll see that this is like a see-through mesh of this shirt um it also looks kind of dirty. What? <laughs> I've had this shirt for a long time. Um, it provided a lot of breathability for my armpits, which is what, where are you going to sweat first? Right? 
around and under the arm. So that was a cool kind of combination. I felt really comfortable wearing that together. Um, and um, so that's another option. So what I did is I grabbed um, all of my thick arm warmers, my fleece arm warmers, and I'm going to put them in my bag because that might be an option. Okay, I'm gonna put my undershirts in my bag so I just know that everything is together. I'm gonna to put my rain jacket, which I think has seen better days. I might, uh, looking to in, find a new one of these. So I'm gonna put that in my jacket, my bag. Now let's talk about hands before we move on to legs. So hands, if you're gonna get cold, it usually starts at your extremities, right? You get cold here, it never warms up and then moves right up your arm. Same with your feet, toes frozen. Um, everything starts getting cold and then eventually makes it to your core and then you have to worry about hypothermia. So I am for certain, I have a couple of options. I have a couple of thin mitts. I have one, two, and I have these little middies three so these are great underside and i have these amazing shells by sugoi um these are like i don't know they're super warm um and they're very thin and i freaking they're bombshell bombshell amazing um so these are going to go over the liners and don't discount <laughs> I am bringing these just in case. So those are the heat pads, the hot shots. Um, I will probably not bring my winter gloves. I will, yes, I'm not. I'm going to bring my winter gloves, but I have lighter winter gloves. These were amazing because of this band, this elastic band here. So when I took it off, all I had to do was wrap it around my, like, hoods or my bike computer until my my hands cooled down then I put them back on and then I took them off and I put them on and then I took them off so um always always have a pair of winterish type of gloves in your bag all summer because sometimes it gets crazy cold yeah anyways um okay and I also have these neoprene these, but I really don't like gloves. They really make me cold, but I put them in here anyway. Somebody else might need them. Somebody else might need them. Now, moving on down to the waist and legs. Uh, definitely, I have um, this really amazing winter um, bike leotard. It's super thick. Um, the chamois, I will never wear it against my body. So <laughs> it is really uncomfortable. Um, however, I always think that if you're going to be riding in the winter, like coolish weather, you really should have two layers against your hamstring and your glutes and your butt. So I will always put one of these layer, uh, these, are, these are tri shorts. I have two of these and, um, I like this one It's really tall and it covers like comes up high on the back really comfortable it's just got like a little felt chamois right here 
So this is super comfortable against me and um, it provides an extra warmth against my bum. So like if it gets wet or like, you know, just windy. So one of these two will go underneath this leotard. And the nice thing is that you have to think when it's cold, you have to decide when you're going to put your bib shorts on, if you're going to put them on, because you cannot put them underneath everything unless you have a nice pair of bib shorts that you can pull down on the back, zip up or what, however, um, I've, I've seen those new bib shorts for women. So you can go to the bathroom without having to get naked. Um, so, but what's nice about these is they're, they're really high and really high in the front. Not really high, but they like curve right around the hips and they're really comfortable and I can go to the bathroom and I don't have to worry about it. So I'll put these over here on top. Um, moving down to the feet. Got my, my shoes and my neoprene booties right there that are already on top of them. Um, so I will be using those. However, I did maybe think for a minute of wearing some uh, like rubber ankle boots, <laughs> just in case. Um, uh, just to keep your feet wet, your feet dry. So, because you know, this will not keep your feet dry. Water goes right up in through your cleats. Let's not be, <laughs> yeah. So you will eventually get wet. And, um, so that's for my shoes. Got my wool socks that I can put in there. I will probably put some heat warmers on my feet. I won't lie why not um so uh so that is this the the full body um i want to share with you this bike bag that i purchased um i'm not sure what kind of brand it is but uh i've actually seen this it can be put underneath your saddle I saw one of those uh, in a magazine and it can also be put on your top tube. Is that not cool? Oh, that's pretty cool. But I use this at Barry Roubaix. It was like phenomenal um, for holding all of my stuff. It also has a rain guard on the side, which is really well down, by the way. Check this out. Actually, I didn't even look at it. Look at that. You got your little Velcro on the side there. Oh, that's what that's for. It's going to stretch all the way around the front. Pretty snazzy, eh? 
So anyways, that's pretty darn cool. And it just goes right in here. It's got a divider in there that you can actually take out and divide your stuff like anywhere it's felt on both sides so this was really cool to put all my food and my phone just slipped right in there so I could take it in take it out take it in take it out um, so that was super handy um, what else do I have here Oh yes, let's talk about post-race clothing. <laughs> Since we know we're gonna freeze or we're gonna come in or it might be wet or whatnot, um, we always wanna make sure that we have, oh, you don't wanna use defect, disinfectant wipes, but have some uh, face wipes to clean yourself off and also full-on fleece. <laughs> So if you have like maybe uh, a onesie pajamas, uh, you might want to bring those, but I'm not bringing those. I have all my clothes up here. Oh, this is, uh, these are, this is the shirt that I wore. This pink one here with the zip. I also have this one from Decathlon, which is like ridiculously freaking warm and it has a zip and it was like only $20. Like, take a look at this. And it's this woman's white, I know it doesn't look white anymore because I've worn it so much, but this one was nice, but my friend recommended this one because it looks like a little bit more wicking, but honestly, they're almost about the same, um, same thickness. So I'm gonna bring these two. And here's my fleece pants. And I'm going to have my fleece pants, my fleece top, my fleece jacket. <laughs> I'm going to have this uh, good and ready in the car. So when I'm done, I'll be ready. Now, like I said, everything should fit in this bike bin. I'm just going to take this one here. Socks, shoes. Oh no, you can see right here. Like, it's just amazing. And I need amazing it's pretty amazing having this um so that's it i hope that gave you some ideas um i mean summer summer cycling and clothing is a whole different story i mean like even this vest might be a good underneath um option 
but I've never really ridden with this. This is pretty new, so um, I have to test it out. So with that, if you guys have any questions, please um, put them in the comments in YouTube. Uh, I'll love to go back there and answer them for you. Um, and if you're chiming in and um, I just finished a bike maintenance, a free bike maintenance webinar today. Amazing. We had 20 people and um, I'll be doing one in two weeks. So I can't remember what the date is, but just look in the the comments uh, in the description below. And if you're looking to get some tips on, you know, how to uh, deal with mechanicals, like changing your flat, patching tube, adjusting brakes, um, how to fix a broken chain, things like that, like basic things you would come across on a group ride, then I highly recommend joining. It's totally free um, and you can, learn a couple things and take some takeaways. So with that, have an amazing day and I hope um, that you are getting into your season and you're enjoying your riding. And if you're new, welcome to cycling. It's such, so, such an amazing sport to get healthy. And that's a lot of what I do is I work with women over 40 um, who are getting back into health, um, you know, going through pre-menopause, um, during menopause, post menopause, like I'm kind of in the middle there because I just turned 51. Uh, I can't say that I've hit anything yet. <laughs> I thought I was last summer, but then came back. You know what I mean? So, um, but what I can tell you is that keeping your health 100% and being super intentional about your health, stress management, sleep, nutrition, all of this really fights against uh, symptoms of menopause. Nothing's going to go away. I'm sure I'm going to get hit, but I have heard from a lot of women who are fit, healthy, manage stress well, um, have a much easier go at it. But the thing is that, you know, we have to think of strength training and nutrition and cycling, and that's where I come in um, working with women. So if you're one of those ladies and you'd like to work with me, just send me a, a DM and I'll share you what I'm up to. So with that, look forward to seeing you and talking to you on the podcast. And um, oh, if you have some things you'd like me to talk about on the coaching side, put them in the comments because I need... Uh, things to talk about. Um, I'd love to serve you guys as much as I can or serve you and, but I need your help. I need your suggestions and your feedback. Um, so give me some topic, topics to talk on. Um, with that, have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. 
And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review, if you feel so moved, by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment, telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.